Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to episode number three of the Vitality Babes podcast. This is your host, Lara Parker from thevitalityaspect.com. If you're not already following me on Instagram, give me a follow at thevitalityaspect. And I can't wait to connect with you guys on there. I share all sorts of tips and tricks for manifestation along with inspirational content. And I would love to connect with you there. So today, let's dive in. We are going to be talking about manifesting relationships, manifesting the man or the woman of your dreams, um, and really developing what you need in this life to feel fulfilled. Now, I'm not saying that you need a relationship to feel fulfilled. Many people are happy and they live happily throughout their lives, completely single, independent, but if you seek a relationship with someone, a romantic partner, um, if that's part of your life plan. And a lot of people, they want to grow up, not necessarily get married, but have a partnership, um, have children, different things like that. So that to me, it's really important in my life. So I wanted to share it with you guys on how I manifested the relationship of my dreams and also how you can do it too. So This is going to be, I'm going to try to keep this a quick episode. I really respect your guys' time and uh, I know that you like the practical step-by-step type stuff. So let's dive in. Um, The thing is, when you're trying to manifest a relationship, it's really important to look at the patterns that you have seen in your life in the past. So uh, in my situation, I attracted very similar types of guys in, you know, in my past, in my dating history. Um, they were all very different men, but they, they all, the, the mistreatment, the way they mistreated me was all the same. Like they all had very different personalities, but the way that I was treated in what I perceived to be a negative way was all the same. It was always, um, you know, making me feel stupid or inadequate, uh, good thing you're beautiful, you're cute, your opinions don't matter, but good thing you're beautiful. That That is what I got from many boyfriends in the past. Um, I also always felt like I had to be the one to keep our relationship together. I had to maintain, you know, the house and I had to maintain every every aspect of maintenance within the relationship. I felt like I had to do it or else it wouldn't get done. Not so much chores, but I mean like even emotional stuff. If I didn't plan dates, if I didn't go over and get a kiss and a hug, I was never going to get a kiss and a hug. Um, I was always made to feel like a victim and I... I recognize that I am the only person who can make myself feel like a victim, but the way these guys were treating me, a lot of them were very domineering and just not kind-hearted, not gentle. Um, I dated somebody who was an authority figure slash police officer. I don't know if the two go hand in hand sometimes now, Um, but yeah, he was a cop and we dated for five years and you know what? Like He thought that the sun shined out of his you-know-what. You know, he was very conceited and a little bit nasty at times. So I took that as a complete... I always internalized it. And I found that really difficult to deal with when I wasn't so conscious and so aware. Luckily, over the years of dating him, I was exposed to personal development and the law of attraction, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up seeing that I was attracting this pattern. This is how my parents 
made me feel as a child. So I always felt inadequate. I always felt embarrassed, humiliated, um, because my parents always kind of put me in that situation. And they always, you know, they literally went out of their way to humiliate me. Um, so I, I attracted a relationship or two or three in my early adulthood that made me feel the exact same way. So I encourage you first to take a look at your past with your parents because a lot of us, I'm sure you've heard that, um, you know, the relationships we attract as we get older have a lot of similarities and they make us feel very similar to how our parents made us feel. That's why when you have a wonderful relationship with your parents and, you know, if you're a girl, you know, if you had a great relationship with your dad or if you're a man, if you had a great relationship with your mom, um, that can often dictate how we interact with the opposite sex and how they treat us. Um, because again, we attract what we believe within our subconscious mind. So once you have analyzed that and you kind of get to the deep meaning of it, I mean, it takes a little bit of work. You have to journal, you have to write things down. You have to kind of have a, a brain download on a piece of paper Um, it really takes a lot of analysis and it's not going to happen overnight. You know, this is an ongoing process. I still find new ways in which I am limiting my relationship that I'm currently in. And it's a great relationship, but, um, you know, we always have room for improvement. So every time that I reach a roadblock, I look at my past and my relationship with my parents and I really try to get to the bottom of it because I don't want to be held back in love. Like I strive for not perfection but I strive for complete happiness and openness and honesty in a relationship um which at one point I never I couldn't be honest I couldn't open up I couldn't wear my heart on my sleeve and you know I'm slowly learning that so I wish that for you too um so once you kind of realize the patterns that you have been attracting into your life Sometimes you're just not attracting anything. Sometimes, you know, you're looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, and you can't find one. It's like, there's nobody out there for me. Oh, my city is too small. Um, that was a story I told myself for a long time. I thought, oh my gosh, if I'm ever single again, this was a few years ago, I'm going to have to move to a different city because there's just, I, I live in a small city and I already know everybody. And, you know, of course that's not true. You know, I know everybody, I know a few thousand people my own age, but I don't know people a couple years older than me. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know everybody and the universe will bring the right people into your life. It doesn't matter where you live, what you do. So, um, getting rid of the limiting beliefs that you have about your geography, you know, where you're at, um, where you work. I'm a nurse. So I swore off doctors a long time ago because I, you know, I didn't want to be in a relationship with somebody who would be woken up at three in the morning and have to leave and, you know, work 48 hour shifts and different things like that. So I thought to myself, well, I'm a nurse. I'm only around women and doctors and, you know, I'm never going to meet anybody at work. What am I going to do? So again, this was before I became a coach. And, you know, when you become a coach, you typically work from home. So you're even more isolated. Um, But yeah, you have to just get rid of all that because when you are vibrating at a frequency that the person you're going to attract is vibrating at, you will find each other. So let go of the limiting beliefs and just realize that you will attract the right person. Next, you really need to focus on yourself. So 
when I started to focus on myself in my previous relationship with the cop, it looked like yoga, it looked like the gym, it looked like eating what I wanted, you know, not necessarily eating what he wanted to eat. Um, it just looked like caring for myself. I started going on girls trips with my girlfriends and through all that, I found that my vibration was raising. I was starting to feel better. I was starting to feel like my self-worth because I was putting myself first. I felt like other people should be putting me first and it it became very subconscious, very, um, under underlying under my daily habits. So I would go to work and I would eat really healthy. I would drink a lot of water. I, I would come home and I would try to get a really good night's sleep. I would meditate before bed. I wouldn't wait for him to come to bed with me anymore because if he, you know, if he doesn't want to come to bed with me, then I'm going to go to bed with myself. That's fine. Um, and what ended up happening was that we broke up in a really, for me, for me, it was a really good way. Um, you know, I just finally got the courage to say, look, this isn't working anymore. We don't match. And, you know, I got to go, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, there was a little bit more to it. But, um, you know, the universe, I realize now, was kind of mixing things up and shifting things around like a game of chess almost and lined me up to be with somebody who literally fit into my life like a glove. And the irony of it is that the man I'm with now is somebody who I met in high school and I fell head over heels for, but for some reason in my mind, he was just, he was out of my league. He was a couple years older. He was always dating the most beautiful girls. And, you know, he just, to me, he was not attainable. And I kind of had him on a pedestal, which you never want to be with somebody you have on a pedestal. I'll get to that in a moment. But, you know, the universe lined us both up to be at the same place at the same time to reconnect and to start dating. And now we live together. We have two dogs together. We're very happy. And, you know, I just, I believe that when I stepped into myself and I put myself first, the universe said, you know what, here you go. Here's, here's your reward. Like here's the best relationship you could ever ask for. So putting yourself first and really taking care of yourself and finding value in self-care is going to bring the people into your life who also value your self-care. So the relationship I'm in now, the few issues we've had have surrounded my confidence levels because again, I was in a fairly abusive relationship for five years. And before that, I was in an abusive home for my whole life. And So, you know, things will come up now and it's all about my confidence level. Sometimes I feel insecure in a relationship and, you know, it's obviously improved a lot over the last couple of years, but, um, things still come up. And when I look at my boyfriend and he looks at me and he just says, babe, like the, I'll ask him, what, what can I do? Like, what can I do to make this better? And he'll say, babe, all I want you to do is go be happy. Do whatever you need to do, but get Lara happy. And I don't know a less selfless thing to say, or a more selfless thing to say, rather. Um, He genuinely cares about my well-being and my happiness because I care about my well-being and my happiness. And he, I have attracted somebody 
who sees the good in me even when I can't see it for myself. So this literally, like if you talked to me three years ago, you would not believe that I could have it. But when I changed myself, my circumstances changed. And the same thing can happen for you. So self-care is so important and it's so fluffy because everybody talks about it. But when you get right down, it's not about doing your nails and having a bath with a glass of wine. Like it's so not about that. It's about really diving in and saying, what do I need to be the the best version of myself? Do I need to work out every day? Not because I want to look good, because I want to feel good. Um, Do I need to hydrate? Like, is my skin dehydrated? Is my, you know, are my kidneys filtering to the best of their ability? Am I allowing toxins out of my body by sweating every single day? Am I living in an alkaline body? Am I drinking enough lemon water? I mean, most of us don't drink enough lemon water, but you know, am I healthy? Am I able to give my all to everyone and expect everyone to give their all back to me? Am I in that place? It's so crucial to be your own superhero because when you are your own superhero, everybody will, will believe that you're a superhero too. So You'll notice when you start to take care of yourself and come at it from a place of pure love. Like if you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't quite like what you see, try to see it as, oh my God, you know what? You have been through this, this, and this. Like you have endured this. You have eat, you've been fed this and this. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I should be 500 pounds the way I've been eating lately. But my body is allowing me to keep the, the figure that I have instead of gaining the weight that I probably should have gained. So find love for your body. Maybe you've been through some sort of trauma. Maybe you've been in an accident. Um, maybe somebody has abused you over the years. Maybe you, your body has gone through so much more than you give it credit for. I guarantee if you sit back and you look at what your body has endured over the years, what it's walked you through, you will start to have a brand new love for yourself and the only thing that can happen when you have that type of deep profound genuine love for yourself is other people will find that deep profound love for you as well and we're not doing this for them we're doing it for us but at the same time like I said before sometimes life is a little bit more fun when you have a life partner by your side to do all those things with to travel with to have sex with to you know, watch your favorite shows with, um, to go for walks after dinner with, like having, having a life partner, there's, you know, there's this movement going on right now of people saying, oh, you know, be independent, be the independent woman. And I love that. But I also, I think that it's so powerful to have a partner too, because you start to see all of these different things about yourself, um, that you wouldn't see otherwise. Having a relationship is, it's like holding up a mirror and, you know, if you can be genuine and authentic and vulnerable in a relationship, you can have so much personal growth. You can experience absolute personal growth if you allow yourself to be vulnerable in a relationship. So forget the whole independent woman thing if you are looking for a relationship. If you're not, then power to you. Seriously. Like if you are looking for business growth and you know, maybe you're into fitness, maybe you're just into being yourself, maybe you're into traveling yourself, that's completely fine. But I assume if that's you, you're not listening to this podcast. 
So if you're trying to attract love, let go of the guilt, the movement that's going on right now, and the female culture of I can do this all by myself, I'm an independent woman. It's wonderful for some people, but you know, for me personally, I love having a life partner. I love, I can't wait to get married someday and have babies and, and show them what love is and what a real loving, kind relationship is. So let go of the guilt that's associated because I think a lot of us have that in us right now. I think um, when I talk to my friends and some girls my age, sometimes they'll say, yeah, I know, like I don't really like to post uh, about my relationship on social media because people just like, they don't want to see that, you know, they, they'd rather see like what I'm up to and my achievements. And I'm like, I think being in a successful relationship in this day and age is such an achievement. Um, anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent, but the point is, um, take care of yourself and people will come to you. They will flow to you and you'll be like, man, this was easy, but I understand why, because I'm a pretty badass person. Like I'm pretty great. Um, so yeah, next I want you to make space for this person. If you are bringing in the love of your life, how would you treat it? Um, would you sleep on one side of the bed versus sprawled all out all over? That's my favorite one. I love telling people to sleep on one side of the bed because it's like, it's like you're letting somebody into your most personal space. Um, you know, your bed, it should be kind of like a sacred little spot where you rest your head at the end of a busy day and someday someone is going to be laying there next to you and make sure it is the perfect person. Next, you can clear out half of your closet. It's a good opportunity to get rid of old clothes because that's what you'd have to do if a guy or a girl was going to move in with you. If you were going to attract the love of your life in, somebody would be moving in. Maybe it wouldn't be... you them moving in with you, maybe you'd be moving in with them, but still you'd probably have to downsize your closet so that both of your clothing can fit. Um, so that's a really good one to get your subconscious mind into a state of, I have a second person to accommodate. Also, you know, cooking dinners, like really, you know, I know that when you're single, it's kind of hard to cook a whole meal for yourself. A lot of the time you just eat something small or, you know, you grab fast food, whatever. But if you start to cook and really like enjoy it and put your heart into it, it shows the universe that you are going to take care of that person. And if the universe is going to serve up the most incredible man or woman to your doorstep, then it needs to know that you're going to treat that person with so much respect and so much integrity and dignity, just as they will treat you. So if you cook for this person, even if they're not there yet, they will come in and they will probably cook for you. I swear to God, I cooked for my ex every day, breakfast, lunch, and supper. If he had to go to work at 5 in the morning, I was up at 3 a.m. cooking him his eggs and oatmeal and blah, blah, blah. My boyfriend now, he comes home every, every day. He has groceries in his hand. He gets cooking. Like, he cooks every meal for me, and I clean. So there's a lot of give and take, but I really do believe that because I had it in my mind that I cook for the love of my life, the love of my life cooks for me. So just a little tidbit. Um, making room in your home, making your home feel like a welcoming space for a second person. I don't really know how to explain that other than how would you want a date to come over and how would you want your house to be perceived? So make sure you know your house is, is decluttered and 
how would it how would you make it look if you were going to bring a guy over or a girl um you know make sure that it smells nice and it's tidy and it's just welcoming so that's those are all really good you know actionable steps that you can do to get your subconscious mind into the feeling of already having somebody living with you or being with you whatever next you can write it down they always say when you write your goals down in your own handwriting not even typed write them down in a notebook you will attract them a lot faster and with a lot more intensity so write down exactly what you want in a person so i want i'm just going to go this is completely individual to me you can make it completely individual to you for me it is i want a man who is handsome who has integrity, who is honest, and who has a kind heart, who is warm and gentle, but who can show me when my insecurities are building up and who can help me grow into a bigger, better version of myself. Somebody who wants to personally grow with me, not outside of me, and somebody who wants intimacy and love and passion. Because to me, passion and intimacy are so important in a relationship and I believe that oh excuse me if you can maintain intimacy in a relationship that relationship will last forever and intimacy does not mean sex I mean it obviously can but when I say intimacy I mean like the other night I don't know I was sitting on a stool at my island and my boyfriend came over to me and he just put his forehead up against my forehead and goes, let's go to bed, babe. And we went to bed and it, I don't know, I don't remember if we had sex or not, but that's not, it was just the fact that he came up to me, he was so gentle, he put his forehead on my forehead and he just quietly said, let's go to bed, babe. You know, it's just, it's, it's that shuddery feeling that, makes you give you shivers I don't know how to explain it but um, you know intimacy is so important so make sure that that is a value that you carry within you because I swear intimacy is everything next visualization so when you go to bed at night I want you to visualize with your heart your mind your body your soul that you are in a relationship imagine it from the first person perspective like, you know, you're looking at, down at your hands, you know, you're not, you're not watching yourself go through the visualization, you yourself are experiencing it through your own eyes. So um, make sure that you feel the person, like it can be a, sp- a specific person too, like this does not have to be a random figure without a face. This can literally be somebody that you know and love, it can be an ex, but use your integrity here. So if if it's somebody who's in a relationship, you know, realize that if you try to manifest them specifically, you can, but you have to be careful because you attract what you are. So if you manifest this person and they break up with their significant other, whatever it is, you have a good chance of having it happen to you in the future. It's the same. If you don't pay your bills and you run a business, you have a good chance of people not paying you. Um, because you attract what you are. So just, just be careful. But if it's somebody you know, even if it's somebody you're, you don't know, just close your eyes and imagine them coming up to you and just 
looking at you deep in your eyes and saying, my gosh, I am so grateful I finally get to be with you. How lucky am I that I get to be with you? Feel their face. If they have facial hair, feel their facial hair. When you grab their face to kiss them, you know, hold their hand, feel what it's like in your hand, you know, the unpleasant feelings like the sweaty palms, whatever, whatever it takes. Um, smell their cologne or their perfume and just feel what it's like to be with them and just be so grateful. And when I used to do this, um, I actually, it was kind of like my happy place. You know, I didn't even feel like I really needed it anymore because I had it every time I closed my eyes. So that's, that's when it manifests. When you visualize and you do it because it's, it's your happy go-to place, that is when it actually starts to really manifest because you don't need it anymore and you're not giving off a needy vibration. So I really recommend that you visualize your best relationship and that is probably my most powerful tip. So if you guys have any more questions about this, I love talking about manifesting relationships and manifesting money. It's my two favorite topics um, along with just general success and happiness. I think it's so powerful that we get to control our lives and our minds and we can manifest literally anything we want. So um, I wish you guys a happy weekend if you're listening to this on the Thursday or Friday that I publish it. Um, but yeah, I, I love you guys so much. If you wanted to connect with me, it's at the Vitality Aspect on Instagram. And I can't wait to connect with you guys. So thank you so much. Feel free to contact me with any questions, concerns. I will address them as soon as I receive them. So I wish you guys the happiest day. Mwah. Happy manifesting.